Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, oh yeah, it is the Bite Size Show. I'm Chloe Bloxham, and I'm here to round up today's Liverpool news. It is Friday the 31st of March. And to get us kick-started then, let's look at Liverpool Sporting Director Julian Ward, who has turned down the opportunity to join Ajax as Technical Director this summer. Ward is to leave his role as Sporting Director at the end of the season, as we all know. Uh, but his post-Liverpool plans have changed after a surprising development. Uh, it said that Liverpool's outgoing Sporting Director was expected to join Ajax in the summer after it was reported that he had sealed a deal after a breakthrough over financial terms but recently Ward is said to have informed Edwin van der Sar, Ajax's general manager of the news a few days ago that he's decided not to join them in that role. I think it is a little bit surprising for me um, that Julian Ward has turned this down. I mean he did you know in November tell Liverpool owners uh, that he would be stepping down at the end of the season and ever since then He's been heavily linked with a move to Ajax. It does seem like this has been going on for quite a while. And for things to reportedly be, you know, pretty clear that it was it was going to work, that he was going to go there, um, for this big U-turn to happen, it is a little bit surprising to see. Um, the reason for Ward's U-turn is not exactly clear. But, and get ready for this, the Telegraph, yes, the Telegraph, I have just said that, um, claim that he was disappointed in Ajax's decisiveness. So maybe it is a case that after 10 years at Liverpool, he thought that instantly, you know, Ajax shouldn't take the time in, in, in getting... Um, and come to a conclusion whether or not he should be part of their project and maybe that's what let them down maybe they've took a little bit too uh, too much time in you know offering Julian Ward exactly what he wants or the role that he wanted um, and now he has decided to completely make a U-turn uh, but what does that mean for Julian Ward then uh, and also Liverpool because um, Julian Ward is is now off the table when it comes to Ajax. Um, he obviously may take a break. Uh, he, like I mentioned, he's worked for Liverpool for over ten years. I think the reason that he might have wanted to leave, he obviously got that promotion, which we all thought great. You know, he's been there for ten years. He's been shadowing Michael Edwards. Um, hopefully, he can you know come on and, and be the new Michael Edwards. Um, but. He's wanted to step away from Liverpool, maybe for a different kind of scenery, different job role. I'm not 100% sure, and neither is anyone else, really. Um, but 
what it does say is that he is free to join clubs outside of England, but it is believed that the 41-year-old would not be able to take a role in England for the next 12 months. So if he's made a U-turn on Ajax, uh, potentially he's thinking about taking 12 months off and, and coming back into a role and, and maybe staying in English football. Uh, I'm not too sure. It, it does seem, from the quotes that I've just read out, that it's more of a case of he might have felt like he deserved to... Uh, instantly walk into the role or you know for Ajax not to take as much time as meeting his demands maybe um and that was the reason for it but yeah um it's kind of up in the air now where Julian Ward will go um but to be perfectly honest uh, you know he's leaving Liverpool we thank him for his services um and I hope he doesn't go to an English club in twelve months' time. But if he does, then then that's that. Um, but yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of weird developing story because to me, I thought that was pretty much a done deal, um, and that he was going to Ajax, and I was quite happy because Ajax is a team I don't really mind. Um, you know, I think the the whole youth system, everything about them is pretty pretty boss. Um, so I, d- I didn't actually mind him going there. I didn't really want him to leave. Obviously, <laughs> it's kind of left us up in arms. Um, but the fact that he was he was supposed to go into Ajax, I was a bit okay with. Uh, now, not knowing where he's going to go, I just really hope um, that he doesn't come to Liverpool because. You know, he did hold talks with the CEO, which is Van der Sar, but ultimately decided that the timing wasn't right, um, which is a bit strange because, you know, ever since he said he wanted to leave Liverpool, this has been the club he's been linked with the most and it's been consistently. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a weird one to start us off with. Um, but just like Liverpool, uh, Julian Ward's future is up in arms. Um but I've got no no worries that he'll end up, you know, somewhere. Um, and hopefully Liverpool can replace him relatively quickly. Uh, moving on then, Jürgen Klopp did finish his pre-match press conference looking ahead to Manchester City um, only about an hour ago. And there is some big quotes from that press conference. I'm going to start with an injury update because we all love a bit of an injury update, don't we? Um, let's start with Luis Diaz then. Luis Diaz will not feature the Manchester City, sadly. Uh, Klopp said in the press conference, Luis is back in small parts of team training after a long time out. It's fantastic to have him back, but he won't train with us today. This week was a first step. Next week, I think he will increase it and then he is ready. So, yeah, um, I think we all kind of came to the conclusion that Luis Diaz, if he was a part of, of the squad for Saturday, he'd have very little um, time on the pitch or he, he wouldn't feature at all he'd just be named in the squad but obviously if he's not ready to play any part there's no point in him taking a, a seat up on the bench uh, when we could potentially have another player on like Fabio Carvalho or someone who could potentially impact the game and come off the bench Um, it's it's good to see that he's back I, I think it was a little bit too soon this game hopefully next week he makes you know big strides um, because we really need him back as soon as possible but like I've mentioned before you probably won't see the best of, of Luis Diaz again until next season and that's just because he's been out since I think it's October um, so absolutely nothing to do with him it's more of a case you've just got to let him have the time to work back to full fitness to get back to obviously being in a competitive environment on a football pitch um, and hopefully getting back to his best but, you know, we, we should see him before the end of the season. Hopefully, maybe Arsenal we look at. What a 
kind of not fairy tale because that assumes that there's something at the end of it. Uh, but what a story it would be if the team he gets injured against in October, which was Arsenal, he then makes his return against them uh, later on in the season. In a week or so, um, we face them. Hopefully, he can come back for that and he can have some sort of impact. It'd be uh, nice to see that. Um, but yeah, Luis Diaz, not ready for Manchester City, but hopefully will be uh, for upcoming games. Moving on then, uh, Nunes. Here's what Jürgen Klopp had to say on Nunes. I've got some quotes. Uh, Darwin couldn't train for two to three days this week, but yesterday he was back in full training and is definitely in contention to face Manchester City. This is massive news. Obviously, I think it was reported that he only had a cut on his ankle uh, before the international break. I'm thankful that he didn't go on that international break and play. Uh, and play. Um, but I also, if you've only got a, a little cut on your ankle, I mean, it might be a big cut, I'm not too sure. But if he's had 18 days or so to, to rest and recover, um, I'm, I'm glad to see that he's back because I feel like he should be back. Um, he's already posted, I have just been on Twitter, he's already posted his lovely little um, pre-match video, which basically he ends up spelling other teams you know names wrong and, and stuff in it it's really good quality but every time you see that you know he's either starting or he's having some uh, part in that game so it'll be good to see him back I think we need him he's electric uh, he's possibly our most dangerous player just because you never know what you're going to get out of him he's so chaotic um, and I absolutely love it so that is a big boost for Liverpool to have Darwin Nunes back against Manchester City um, and, and also, hopefully, I think that the last couple of games uh, before he did obviously pull out of the international break, he didn't look his best. He didn't look, it looked maybe the shoulder injury was still affecting him from that Newcastle game. I'm not too sure, but um, he kept getting taken off by Jurgen Klopp, didn't he? I think uh, there was a big speculation over why he got taken off against Manchester, uh, against um, Real Madrid, sorry, in the second leg. Um, but hopefully, whatever that was that was affecting him. Hopefully he's recovered from that. It might have been his ankle in that game as well. Um, but yeah, really good to have him back. Hopefully he's fully fit, he's ready to go, um, and he can you know, cause some chaos along the way. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Moving on then, um, we've got... I'll start with the positive one first and leave you on the negative one before we move on. Um, And that is Thiago could be part of team training again next week. This is great news because we're without Stefan Bajetic um, and it felt like Thiago needed to come back and he needed to replace Stefan Bajetic in that role and he needs to stay fit and, you know, get us to the end of the season. I think against Manchester Manchester City, sorry, he was supposed to be back. Um, I think that was the, the game that Liverpool were aiming for, but he obviously wasn't, and it felt like a big blow earlier on in the week when, you know, we, we got told Thiago won't be a part of um, this game. But to to hear that, you know, he's, he's a step closer. He's hopefully going to be back in training next week. Um, hopefully can, can feature in some sort of way um, with the games we've got coming up. I mean, I think, obviously, Chelsea... Tuesday night might be a little bit too soon. Maybe Arsenal on the Sunday, he plays a little part of. I'm not too sure. But it's just great to hear that we have Thiago coming back into training and potentially being available in the next couple of games. It really massive for us in the race for top four. Brilliant player, uh, unbelievable you know, technique, but he's just not available as often as we need him to be. And hopefully he can stay fit for the rest of the season and help us get top four. Uh, moving on then to the, I mean, I don't know whether you want to call it disappointing news um, because I, for one, I'm not shocked at all. Uh, but Klopp has said that Naby Keita is out. He came back from the international team with a muscle injury. We will see how long that takes. I don't know about you, uh, but I am not surprised in the slightest. If there was one player who was going to come back from the international break injured, it was going to be Naby Keita, let's be perfectly honest. I feel like I haven't seen him in quite a while. There was a game, maybe it was... Uh, maybe it was Palace, um, and I think he, he got pulled off, and I thought to myself, that might be the last you see of Naby Keita this season, and when it comes to injuries, it could very well be. Uh, Jürgen Klopp didn't give us a time frame on how long you know it, it'll take for him to be back. We Obviously, I think it's vitally important, and here's where like the disappointment comes in. You need as many fit players available to you when you're in a race for top four. I mean, the next week is grueling. It's City, it's Chelsea, it's Arsenal. I think then we go to Leeds. Um, it's absolutely relentless. So the more bodies that are available, especially in midfield, the better. Um, and I think it's fair to say that Naby Keita will be leaving at the end of the season. And this is one of the main reasons why. On his day, Naby Keita is a brilliant footballer. I think it was the semi-final um, in the FA Cup against Manchester City where he played alongside Fabinho and Thiago. And that, that three was absolutely immense. Um, but he's not available enough. It takes some games, you know, in a row to get back into it. And if he's not good in those games, we have to we have to take him off. We have to inject some something else into the game. And he's the first sub really for me. Um, so yeah, it's just another injury in Navigator's injured uh, career. 
uh, at Liverpool. We we spent a hefty amount on that lad, um, and it's fair to say he's never really reached the heights that we we expected. Um, and he's now out, and we don't know when he will return. Um, I'd be surprised if you saw Navigator before the end of the season. To be perfectly honest, I feel like feel like as as a fan, um, he's probably not in Jurgen Klopp's thoughts, minds at this point. Um, and also, who knows, he might just stay injured for the rest of the season so that he can't possibly get injured again and get his move. I'm just not too sure. Uh, but another injury for Naby Keita, who is surprised there. I know it's not technically his fault, these players. Some players just are injury-prone, they just get injured. And, you know, it, it's just really frustrating. I think Naby Keita, it, it, without the, the injuries, could have been an unbelievable footballer for Liverpool. Um, like I mentioned, he's an incredible footballer on his day. Uh, but sadly, he's been riddled with injuries the entire time he's been here and uh, a lot of inconsistency as well, if we're being totally honest. So, yeah, uh, that is another injury blow. Let's see how it affects us. Uh, let's hope we don't get any more midfield injuries. I, I, I've had enough of this season when it comes to injuries. Uh, but speaking about injuries and speaking about you know players who are leaving, like Naby Keita, um, let's talk about some of the comments Jürgen Klopp did say about Liverpool's summer transfer business. Now, I've put this to the end because it's quite, you know, it's a real big boost, I think. Uh, Jürgen Klopp, in his press conference, said he is positive about Liverpool's summer transfer business, admitting talks over potential signings have already taken place. Speaking at that press conference on Friday, which is obviously ahead of the Reds' Premier League clash with Manchester City, uh, Klopp did reveal that the club have been busy during the recent international break as they line up a series of targets for the summer window before we carry on with this quote let's start there then great to see that we're you know making headway in the back uh you know we we can't really we we haven't seen it in the public um and we don't usually do that we usually do all our summer transfer business and our business when it comes to transfers um behind the scenes you don't you don't really hear of it i mean I'm pretty sure Katie Gakpo came a little bit out of nowhere. No one really had a clue. Um, there's been quite a couple of them, to be to be honest, and it seems like that's been when it's worked the best. Um, and it's also a nice little surprise. It's a nice little, you know, it gets you up because it shows that the club are actually, you don't need to know everything that's going on with the club to know that they're putting pieces into place. And it has felt like, you know, the entire club and, and the way we've, we've been going for the last two years, it, it's lost um, the confidence that the the fans have felt, you kind of you don't know what we're gonna do this summer because it just feels like we've we've not really been brilliant um, the last two seasons when it comes to to buying players and things like this. Uh, but it's good to see that we've been busy during the recent international break. And I also like the fact that he said line up a series of targets because we all know we all want Jude Bellingham. You know, I'd give a limb for Jude Bellingham to play in red for the rest of his career, but um, there is also a chance that we just don't get him. And therefore, you've got to have other targets that you can go and pick up instead of him. There is plenty of people in, in football, plenty of players who'd love to play for Liverpool Football Club. Hopefully, we've identified some really, really big ones um, who'd like to play for us and who can play for us. But we're setting the groundwork there, and that's good to see. Uh, moving on then, Klopp told reporters that the plan for next season is the only thing we do during the break, apart from have a few days off. 
We do not plan training sessions or things like this. On the players' side, I am positive, I would say. But there are talks, not decisions. We are busy, as you can imagine. And I'm really happy about this because it feels like Liverpool needs a big summer transfer window. It feels like we need to bring in two, maybe three midfielders at least, maybe a centre-half. Um and we also we are losing several players, Naby Keita, Oxley, Chamberlain, Joel Matip apparently. Um so we really do we need to make sure that they're replaced because we have not replaced, you know, players when they've left enough. Um and it's great to see that, you know, yet nothing's at a conclusion, obviously, but talks are happening, are ongoing. Uh, hopefully those talks are with a certain Jude Bellingham, you know what I mean? Um but uh, if not, then at least we're trying to lay the groundwork uh, for players to join us. And the quicker they join us, the more time they have to bed in. The better they are for pre-season, the better they are for the start of the season. So hopefully we all have it lined up. So as soon as that tr- transfer window opens, Liverpool go in and they go in hard. They get the players they want quickly. Um and I'm really looking forward to the summer transfer window. Uh, hopefully we do get top four, because that's obviously very important for transfers. Um, but yeah, excited about that. Uh, so what's the bigger picture then? Let's let's look at it. Obviously, we've mentioned Jude Bellingham. Uh, according to Goal, uh, they understand that Liverpool's top summer target is still Jude Bellingham, despite strong competition from the likes of Real Madrid and Manchester City. Chelsea and England star Mason Mount is another who has been identified. While there, while there is a long-standing interest in Wolves, Matthias Nunes too. Uh, I personally don't want anything to do with Matthias Nunes, but... Um, um, I'd be absolutely lovely to be proved wrong and him to come to Liverpool and them to be boss. Uh, so, yeah, uh, hopefully a big summer transfer in now. Jürgen Klopp's gave us a bit of positivity, a bit of something where we can really get a, a little bit excited for because it feels like it has been, you know, a very down season. Um, and also it, fe- it feels like a boost for the fans, especially going into Manchester City away at the Etihad. Liverpool play Manchester City at the Etihad in the Premier League, half 12 kickoff tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to give you a code now uh, to sign up as a club captain, uh, monthly sub. Go to remenplus.com, type in the code bite size for 50% off three months. Look, guys, we've got an absolutely unbelievably massive week coming up Manchester City, Chelsea, and Arsenal. You know, Come and join us for the top four race. Be there with us for the rest of the season. Um, You know, you get absolutely loads of content, including all the reaction to those games. And obviously, this takes you for three months, 50% off this. So, you know, you might even be able to hear about some of the transfer news. Um, And obviously, the transfer news will ramp up the closer we get to the window opening. So, yeah, do come and join us on Redmen Plus. Test it out. See what you think. Um, You might just enjoy it. Be a part of our title... Not title charge. Good God, I think I'm in a different season. Be part of our top four uh, race. Uh, Yeah, I do hope to see you over there. This has been the Bite Size Podcast. Uh, Let's hope the Reds get three points tomorrow. Uh, Come on, Redmen.